1: welcome everyone to the beauty and the beard pro wrestling podcast i'm woody
2: i am sarah and
1: this is the aew dynamite review for february 9th, 2022 and this was possibly not possibly this was definitely in the running for best dynamite ever
2: it was an absolute like feast for your eyes and a lot of pop pop pops yes
1: top to bottom beginning to end there weren't many if any down moments it was it was we had surprises we had debuts we had a bloody battle at the end of this show uh we had a jack wagon opening the show in such a cool way though this has got to be at least in, like, the top three Dynamites. Yeah. Um, yep. So, excited to get to t- talking about this one, as you can tell. We're both excited. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind you to check out all of our content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. You can also follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you can give us one of those reviews at. And, uh, don't forget to hit the notification bell on Twitter so you can be notified of all the stuff we put out.
2: Aye. So, Sarah.
1: Yells. Are you ready to talk some dynamite?
2: I am. Let's go.
1: All right. The show got going with Wardlow. Wardlow. Bless wa- him. He looks wa- like a
2: kicked puppy.
1: Out to no music. Carrying these cardboard cutouts, uh, Looking like, yeah, he did not want to be there. Um, he looked absolutely deflated.
2: Bless yeah. him.
1: Then all the other members of the Pinnacle all came out to their music for this celebration for for MJF. MJF, who was carried out on a chariot, I guess you'd say, by six dudes. Uh, they all they carried him to the ring for this for this celebration. He's uh, locking lips with with uh, with Jeez. ladies and
2: what what seriously at one point I was like have I just turned on AEW porn because <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> uh,
1: my, I looked at my daughter, cover your eyes,
2: <laughs> cover your eyes. That is um, not what you will be doing, your lady. No,
1: no, ma'am. So, uh, but I did find I think that is actually MJF's significant other. Well, I heard, she's
2: a stronger woman than me. Yeah,
1: I heard that earlier today. So I'm not sure if that's true. Could you uh, imagine
2: living with MJX? No, I couldn't.
1: Uh. I couldn't. I could not. Um so so he comes out, he's making his, you know, his 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 speech of, of about his victory, two victories in his eyes over, over Sam Pomp. Uh. Uh, giving credit to to different people, but not Wardlow. Wardlow's reaction to all this in the background was, was awesome, but eventually this drew out CM Punk. CM Punk did not come out alone. Uh, he was not the dumb baby face. He has say. friends. Yes. Uh, Sting and Darby came out. All three of them had baseball bats that kind of even the odds. CM Punk was threatening to come down and just beat the crap out of MJF if he did not get a rematch. Uh, MJF offered the ability for him to get a rematch if he could take any person of his choosing, other than Sting or Darby, to take on FTR. And if they won, then he would get that rematch with with NJF, any place, any time. Which we're pretty sure that's going to be Revolution. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to un- unpack in this this opening segment. What do you what do you think about it?
2: This was. I am not normally a fan of opening talky segments
1: yes which is rare on dynamite
2: though. exactly yeah. um they just seem to kind of not set a show off in the right way for me personally mm-hmm. 99% <clears throat> of the time however yep. there are some occasions and they are very 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 rare that the one percent they do work and this is that one percent because Wardle literally looks like a puppy with his tail tucked between his legs walking down them two cardboard cutouts. <laughs> Absolutely hating the fact that he's got to set this entire thing up. Like, like he's like, like this should have been done before it went on air, and it's like, MGF was like, oh, so gotta get the cutouts. What, like, will you do as a thing? <laughs> you just go <laughs> out and put the cutouts, put the show start? Yeah, no, just, no one will notice. Just go out and do it. Like, and then he hands Justin Roberts a piece of paper. Yeah. And he's like, you have to introduce people exactly like this. Read the paper. Which I was just like, that's just... Oh, he's MJF, like, seriously, he is one of them people that, like, is so good at, like, manipulation that the person that's phoned for it, hotline and sinker... Has no choice but to <laughs> go along with it because they're in yeah. too far. Um, and then obviously <laughs> he comes down on his throne um, with obviously, you know, the two ladies and yeah. makes a sort of interesting um, AEW soft porn probably thing. Bow chicken, bow, bow. Bow, bow. Um, and then he gets in and starts going on and everything. And then he's like, but I couldn't have done it. Without mm. this man, he's strong, he's the best guy and threatened like all this type of stuff. And you just see Wardlow yep. in the background, like about to step forward, and he goes, Sean Spears. And Wardlow's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I felt like, have you seen that gif of like um an hour where it goes mm, and it like winds its head around? That was Wardlow, my head going, <laughs> What did you say?
0: Say what? My God,
2: man! <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, like then, like Sean Spears and MJF, blah, 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 blah. And then, obviously, Sam punk comes out. And I love this the fact that he comes out with no music, he doesn't even bring a mic. And it's like, Shawnee, come here. Um, <laughs> and it's, and, it's, and like, is like, microphone. Um, and then, obviously, he starts, like, you know, laying into MJF. And then he's like, oh, but I've not come alone. And out come his new two friends. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like that pairing, like the fact that there's respect from punk
0: to yeah. Darby,
2: mm-hmm. but also the fact that the one common enemy is MJF, yeah. So, why not be friends? Like, you know, keep your friends close. Um, and then, like, obviously, MJF's like, well, you could have the rematch, but you've, you've got to beat FTR. With a tag partner of your choosing, but it can't be Sting or Derby. If you've got any friends in the back, and my brains are going,
0: hmm,
2: hmm, who could that be?
1: And and did you see the the tweet that Punk sent out during the show? No, I was asleep. It was great. It was. It was uh, are you in the country, Samoa
0: Joe? <laughs> <laughs> That's I
1: great. Was, <laughs> He's just working people. I'm like, oh, this is great. I didn't see it until afterwards. Had I seen that during the show, I probably wouldn't have. Oh. could you imagine
2: and be like, are you at the back? Are you in the back? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. so no, I, I legit like um I love this, and I just love the fact that like I was like, so is it gonna be? <laughs> and Jeff's yeah. like, what do you you to go um boot up because you've got a So <laughs> it's just like, What? Oh. <laughs>
0: okay
1: Yep. so so that took Wardlow I actually thought for just a second I'm like you know what what if Wardlow comes out with him for that uh,
2: I genuinely genuinely expected at this point Wardlow to start turning because like what Punk said like oh no I want a rematch against the guy that beat me Wardlow and Jeff was like
0: what? yeah huh? <laughs> yeah
1: but you know it was it was a good knock on MJF, like, hey dude, yeah like, you did You think I'm it. stupid? Yeah. is <laughs> the one to worry about because he's the one that's doing everything. And I did like that that, that Punk was talking directly
2: to Wardlow. Yeah. Like, dude, separate this is yourself. That's what I was saying, like you you're doing. Yeah. It's like um like trying to like captop Wardlow into like look, like Seriously, is this way you want your career to go? Like Mm -hmm. oh dude, no. Um so yes, then obviously Wardlow had a match he had to hurry up and get ready for and get out of his coat and his shirt and everything.
1: I I wonder they they keep mentioning yeah, what that you know, he's under contract with MJF. Like he has okay, he has an AEW contract, obviously, or he wouldn't be in AEW, but he has a contract with MJF, Wardlow does, mm-hmm. where he's contractually ob- obligated to do certain things on MJF's behalf. And that's why he's doing it, because he's getting paid. So that's just kind of, that's why you get these looks from Wardlow, like, eh, I really don't want to be doing this, but he's paying me good. So, but what happens if his contract lapses? <laughs> and and MJF doesn't know it. Like <laughs> well, you know, MJF
2: can- <laughs> <send>, just <laughs> walks out and goes, I wish you could look in your future endeavors.
1: <laughs> it's it's kind of like the 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 kind of like the Malachi Black situation with WWE where he had a 30 day instead of a 90 day clause and he yeah. showed up earlier than people were anticipating. It's something like that where wardlow has got like a, his contract ends with MJF's just not paying attention or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, "Oh, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, you're not paying me anymore." <laughs> yeah. it, it could be something that simple. That, that that frees him, and gives him the opportunity where like I have no I, reason. I love help it
2: anymore. where Punk brings in like some lawyers and goes, let's look at your contract.
1: Yeah, and who Where's is close. <laughs> who is MJF's uh, uh what's his um Mark Sterling. Yeah, Mark Sterling. Which uh,
2: which how, why we're on the subject of Mark Sterling. If you have not seen Ethan Page's vlog that he put out this week,
0: uh-huh.
2: there is an a, Golden nugget where Ethan Page is talking to Mark Sterling
0: mm-hmm.
2: and MJF comes in as Mark Sterling is undoing his bag to get Ethan Page out something a fan sent Mark Sterling to give to Ethan. Yeah, as he's undoing his bag, MJF comes in, throws stuff out of his bag, and goes, Where's my sponsorship deal? and Mark Sterling's <laughs> like, Um, um, and he's going, Come on, so there's still that connection. In, like, the k yeah. world, that there's still MJF and Mark in which to be honest with you, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I, I, don't just was watching, and I didn't expect that to happen <laughs> on this vlog, and I just went, Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's I, still I, there.
2: If, if it's never even touched on again, that little snippet in that vlog was just gold. It... And he
1: may come into play in this whole thing if if they do lean into that contract side of things. Yeah, that's why I thought I'd
0: just mention it. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Um, And I know we're going to get into more talk with the possibilities of what's to come with Punk and MJF when we get to that match. Uh, Yeah. Because we'll find the the results of that match later. Um, Andrade is still wanting to (laughs) buy Darby (laughs) Allen. This
2: was the best interaction i have ever seen between people that are so vastly different <laughs> this basically is what happens to me when i go into any shop that people just think like i'm a 16 year old kid it's yeah. just like looking at me like what dude. Dude. <laughs>
1: sting's like dude he's not a kid like just <laughs> you're gonna have to talk to darby you know figure it out if you want. i
2: love, I love sting with like did you not want really to explain this?
1: And I was like, yeah, I tried. Yeah, I already <laughs> talked to him. I'm like, I'm trying to let him know. Uh, but Andrade says, you know, just insistent, you will work for me. Darby's got, he says he's got other things to worry about, which is the TNT Championship, which was cool. Like, he's he's got his focus. He wants that TNT title. Yep. Andrade, though, says, hey, we kind of got this in common. I want that too. I'm going to be the next TNT Champion. So is, is this... Do you th- do you think we're going to get into one of these guys facing Sammy at Revolution for the title? Although we're still going to have the Re- face of the Revolution match to decide the number one contender, or are they going to be in that face of the Revolution match?
2: I think what two things are going to happen. One, it's going to be um, Darby and Andrade. They mm-hmm. may go in for. Um, Basically, like what Isaiah Cassidy did, like, you know, like a...
1: Like a, kind of, a, a, a buy match or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I couldn't uh, even think of what the word was. Oh, um, it's, it's not buying, though. What is it? No. Uh, quali- uh, qualifier match.
2: Yeah, qualification <laughs> match. There's a qualifier. That's a what qualifier. it is. A um, qualifier. Words yeah, so, are tough. All right. So, Andrade and Derby could go into a qualifying match for facing the revolution. Therefore, mm. obviously, only one goes through. The yeah. other thing is that can happen is that they face different people for a qualifier and both end up in it. Yeah. Both lose and face each other further down the line. But whatever way we're going, I generally think we're getting Sammy V Darby um out of pay-per-view. Because them two together last time was phenomenal. And just to put like a championship in the middle of that, like they both just completely forget yeah. they're human. When they're wrestling anyway, so yeah. why not put the stakes higher and just have a championship for it? Because I dare to not think about what they do. Oh
1: yeah, and either way this goes, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, I kind of later in the show, um, Sammy did the, the the cards, you know, the, yeah. the, the cue cards he does during the commercials, not your commercials, our commercials. Yep, and um, he. He mentioned like, you know, I don't, I'm not sure who I'm going to be facing. You know, I'm, I'm a fighting champion, and he had Andrade on one of the cards, and 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 uh, Darby on one of them, and Keith Lee heads up, Keith Lee on one of them. So it it, it makes me think. By that, I, I think I'm wondering if they're all going to be in that face of the revolution. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's sure. like. Yeah,
2: like that's one of the things. Like I was saying, like yeah, I, it it. There's so many ways you can get around. it. Yeah. But I I generally think it's gonna end up at some point. Yeah, Darby. Sammy
1: versus Sammy. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's there's a lot that can go into that face of the revolution match. I mean, it, the more they they stack it up, if if it is gonna be you know both of those in it, you've got that story between Andrade and and, and Darby. And then the other people they're going to be in it. If they keep it stacked, they stack it up really good. It's going to be hard to call who's going to win it. And that's a good thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but it's good that you are developing these stories around the title and who wants it, and really giving it some meat to that match. If yeah, that's the case because they could just keep a title defense of Sammy, not even have him defend the title on the pay per view, which seems sounds crazy, um, but you know they they could they could roll that way with it, where he doesn't defend it. It's it's not unprecedented for the TNT title mm-hmm. not to be defended on the pay per view. Um then we had Wardlow defeating <laughs> The Blade via the Powerbomb Symphony that is it's gaining momentum the crowd I is really love it. getting into these Powerbomb Symphonies and it's it's fun to watch at one point I actually heard the crowd chanting Wardlow in like yeah. the, the Goldberg kind of yeah. chants that are always been cool whether you like Goldberg or not those chants are always cool uh, so it's it's cool to see people really getting behind Warlow that way and get behind this Powerbomb Symphony. It's really, it's really catching on.
2: Every time, like you just the Symphony and like one of the commentators goes, "It's a Powerbomb Symphony." <laughs> My brain just automatically plays, like Oasis for some reason. Or hate like, <laughs> like, like orchestra music, just like some like big, like epic music where he's just like, Powerbombing someone. I'm just like transfixed, like in a The state just like staring at it going. Now
1: that you said that, now that you said that, they need to put together a highlight package with some type of like symphony music, yeah, epic battle music or something. Playing with him doing it, yep.
2: I loved it, and like I love how like this went longer for Wardlow, so they are building him up Mm -hmm. to break from MJF because he's literally now, you know. Like the blade isn't like, you know, you nobody jobber, but he's still not high up on the card, if you want to say stuff like that. But the thing that I thought was very interesting was John Spears. He's just, John Spears, um, just sat yeah. down, back in, his <laughs> blazer, no shirt. He got rid of the hat. Because he had the hat on before, yeah, and then he got rid of the hat, so I was a bit upset about that. But he was eating a snack.
0: Bring your hat back. He,
2: he was eating a snack, yeah, and I love that. I am a big fan of Sean Spears eating a snack. And then obviously Water was like celebrating his win. And Sean Spears just comes in and cracks the blade with the chair, and like Water just turns around, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And like and he, like he looks more and more annoyed at him as every time this happens. Mm-hmm. And I just I love Sean Spears, so when I say this, I love him. But I can't wait for the day that Warlow just snaps a power pump symphony's Sean Spears and he's going ah
1: <laughs> He's it does seem like Wardload is really getting tired of his accountability buddy.
2: Yeah You know?
1: Those days are gonna come to an end pretty soon.
2: Yeah, uh, in a symphony.
1: Speaking of days coming to an end pretty soon, the inner circle team meeting is next. Ooh,
2: this is this brilliant. This was thing. amazing.
1: Yes. Uh Jericho, Hager and Sammy all came out together. Uh Santana and Ortiz came out separately, which we
2: Yeah, yeah, they did.
1: They did. They aired their grievances. Uh Santana is Fire on the mic, folks. 100%. So underrated, underappreciated on the mic, I think, by a lot of people. But but by the time this was over, things had come to a boiling point, and Sammy walked out, dropped his vest. He said he's quit the inner circle before. Uh, he's quitting again because cooler heads were not prevailing here in this this uh, this summit meeting, this team meeting they were having. And uh, so he left, and next week we're going to get Santana and Ortiz versus Jericho and Hager to try to settle things. This is not going to settle things, though. Um, this feels like uh, the end of the inner circle is what this feels like.
2: Thank God. Um, yeah, I, I love this just for the fact that Santana and Ortiz, man, yes, get them on their own. They need to just go be... A tag team. Yeah. Um. They just need to absolutely run through that division. Um. <laughs> just get some gold yeah. around the waist already. <laughs> um. I do. The whole thing with this was they've got new music, so they've got new yeah. entrance music, yeah. which I, you know means there's a change a coming. Hmm. Um. Santana just like cut in. Jericho like, nah, shut. Sure. I'm talking. Um, I and love I was that. Just like, That's yeah. Um I still love the fact that Ortiz is just silent for most of this. Mm-hmm. He's just generally just you know, he's just absorbing. I think he's more of a, a surveyor than a talker, yep. um, which can be dangerous. And yep. he can be, he is dangerous when and, he starts.
1: And it was a good point that when Santana said, "Dude, if not for that man right there, yeah. this would have happened a long time ago." Which totally. really
2: shows you that like Ortiz is the kind of although although we just get a bit crazy in the ring, he is kind of like the more like um,
1: the nice the nice guy. He's the, the national side <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. of this entire duo. They are proper yin and yang in that sense. Yeah. Um I love that because <laughs> Jericho's like, what? and Ortiz is still just standing there going, yeah. Mm-hmm. You. mm-hmm. Um and then obviously um Jericho brings up, oh, we've probably got the worst two members of LAX.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: brings up Homicide, which basically makes Santana grab him by the throat.
1: Uh, no! And
2: I legit don't even think Ooh. that was like, you know, gently holding him by the throat. Because Jericho's started going purple.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so Sammy obviously gets involved and Jericho just snaps on Sammy.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Which I was like, no, dude, don't burn that bridge. If you want anything, Jericho, don't burn that bridge. And, like, then, like, they're all, like, looking at Jericho, like, what? So then Sammy obviously, like, gives his little speech and stuff. And then Ortiz pipes up. And I just just adore it. I just adore it so, so much. But the one thing I think we should all just kind of quietly observe is they found Jack Hager. (laughs) And he did nothing. He didn't say a word. (laughs) He just stood there, like. He
1: didn't say a word.
2: It's like Jericho forgot to put batteries in him.
1: <laughs> and what I love about this, well, there's a lot to love about this, but Jericho playing this role of this egotistical, um, narcissistic leader influencer. of this group, yeah, influencer, which yeah, that's that's the new gimmick, right?
2: He's now a Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, he, he's. It, but you could see him;
1: it, he felt kind of out of his element, especially when Santana put him in his place, and that was perfect. The fact that he's trying to look—you know—it's because of me, and that's what—and that's yeah. what I was hoping we would get from this. Because with this story, there is zero way, and I know we both want to see Santana Ortiz as heels eventually. Yeah, but there was—they were really good at kind Not of re- now. They we were good at reading the room here. There's zero, there is no way that you're going to get the crowd behind Jericho and against Santana Ortiz in this situation. No. It's, it was always going to be, the crowd's going to be with Santana Ortiz eventually, especially the more this unfolds. They were a little mixed in the beginning,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but as it unfolded, it, it, it became the crowd you could tell were, we're behind Santana Ortiz. By design, because it it needs to be that way. Naturally, it's going to be that way, and that's the way this was set up too. But you, but it was just Jericho, his this this narcissistic leader, of this group, and he's losing control. And his the only way he can do anything is just lash out and throw smart remarks back at Santana Ortiz, like yeah. the Lex comment, and the fact Eesh. that he. And he knew that uh, the you know because they said we're we're not getting title defenses with you, and he even recited the date of dude, you you yeah. you, you, ha- you had your shot that you was lost
0: such
1: a you, yeah he move by gold, and that's that's all he can do is and it's, it's I think a lot of us can relate to being in a situation where you have somebody, whether you've caught somebody in a lie or whether you you know they're wrong you know you've got them. And all they can do is try to lash out and find something yeah. wrong, with, wrong with you. And it's it's a realistic situation. And, oh, and it 100%. Was, it was so – I just think it played out so well uh, in the, in this promo. And it made Santana Ortiz look so powerful too. Proud yeah. and powerful. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. I was going to walk into that one. But, um, but, yeah, it put, but it did put Sammy in a predicament. And it's uh, the second time he's quit the inner circle, I guess. Uh, but I, I do feel like this is definitely the uh, – not the beginning and the end. We're kinda in the middle of the end now. We're getting we're getting closer. Uh but you gotta think Eddie Kingston is gonna show up at some point. He's gonna make his triumphant return when it's necessary uh to, to help Santana Ortiz.
2: I'd love it if he brings homicide with him. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> this this
1: story has such potential. Um and it's it's so good for Santana Ortiz. I really like yeah. this, and, and I know we've all been waiting for them to get their moment. Um, it's been probably you know kind of frustrating to to wait. Like, yeah. When are they going to get? But I think it's because of that, and it, it's the the time with Jericho. I'm not saying any Jericho needs all the praise in this or whatever, but it's the time with Jericho within a circle that's that's gotten them known, gotten their personalities out there even yeah. more, and it's set them up now for this moment too if the if the breaking up of the inner circle is a vehicle to elevate Santana Ortiz that's high praise for Santana Ortiz that this yeah. thing is, is is set up that way and this is their their launching point is right here and that that's awesome
2: oh 100% um, like yeah i mean that's basically from what i 100% can gather was the whole idea between for the inner circle is mm-hmm. to get like all right, Hager's not really, you know, done much. But yeah. for Sammy and Santana Ortiz to be mm-hmm. aligned with Jericho and, you know, go through all the ups and downs. Yeah. It's, it's made them kind of... Originally, it was Jericho's was at the forefront. But it's now where Sammy and Santana Ortiz are kind of going past Jericho. Exactly. With the AEW audience and... That's, that's the, what, the whole point of what
0: mm-hmm.
2: experienced, you know, legend wrestlers are meant to do that's what for this the talent be. that yep. are, you know, coming up or not as well known. That's the whole idea of it, WWE. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Give them that rub. Uh, don't, don't hog the spotlight. And I know it's it has the appearance that he's trying to still hog the spotlight. That's just the character. Yeah, that's the kayfabe stuff. In reality, it's all designed to elevate these young guys. Exactly.
2: The fact that, like, they've been in so many like massive main events at pay per views, first stadium stampede, second stadium stampede, first mm-hmm. blood and guts. There's a whole thing of yeah. first that they forever are tied to.
1: Yep, and they'll, they'll, those and moments will be on their highlight it. reels for forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we it had is. our first surprise of the night. Next. Um, apparently, the Forbidden Door was outside the arena. Uh, and I think Jay White walked through the Forbidden Door into the view of the camera at that moment. Because Jay White, Switchblade Jay White from New Japan, and who has been on Impact recently, is now in the AEW lore.
2: Yeah, so the whole thing was like so obviously, um, Trent and Rocky were like, you know, oh, we're facing the young box, and mm-hmm. literally, like, say their name and they shall appear. Yeah. And they just <laughs> like, came in, going, oh, we, we just um, we just checked like the schedule and realized you are out here. Which I love the fact that they weren't just like hiding out of camera, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, they were just like, no, we we've, we've checked, we've, we're EVPs, we can check yeah. stuff. Um, and then so they start talking, and like Adam Cole turns up because obviously he does. Mm-hmm. And so then they like B, C trigger them, and everything like that. And then Adam Cole just looks up and goes, yeah, look at that guy!" <laughs> and just this person just walks, and it literally it takes like seconds to register what you're seeing because you yeah. don't see the person, you just see the back and the back of the jacket, mm-hmm. and like they're going. Oh my oh. god! I like, so obviously, like he then gets involved, and like the young Bugs don't look too impressed. Um, and then <laughs> so like obviously Adam, and then obviously Jay White goes away, and <laughs> Adam goes like, yeah. So you know, like when you're um when you've got your match on a um, rampage and stuff, uh, Jay White will be around if you need him. <laughs> Just like, and then he's like, yeah. Well, I've got to go because I've got to do something later. <laughs>
1: This is an interesting turn of events for the uh, for the, the elite uh, storyline.
2: Yeah, and also I I do I think for a lot of people that obviously don't know the whole history, it needs to be explained at some point. Yeah, I've read up on it, so I'm pretty much roughly know what's going on. But yeah, there's Gosh. a whole kind of
1: worms. Later in the show, they did Adam Cole and the Bucks were having a discussion about why uh, Adam Cole would not let them know that (laughs) that he was bringing in Jay White. Uh, And that's when Adam Cole dropped the line your bullet club, your bullet club for life. Uh, Yeah. this, This whole thing with Omega out. All this stuff's happening. That Adam K- Cole K- work, is working K- this Kenny Omega
2: stuff. is foaming at the mouth at this point. He's like, "All right, we brought this guy back from the dead, and now <laughs> this guy that I let in and then turned on me is now <laughs> here as well." What's going on?
1: And you got to think—you know—he also brought in Kylo Riley, and you know, kayfabe brought in Kylo Riley and Bobby Fish too.
2: Yeah, so Cole. Cole is literally looking to take over.
1: He's uh he's moving some some pieces on the chessboard. He uh, is being a
2: sneaky eye.
1: This this is the story of twenty twenty two. I feel whole... like this
2: is so like Kenny Omega from the extreme of the heel that he was. This is gonna when this all finally comes together. He's going to be like the most sympathetic baby face ever. And I'm going to hate it.
0: <laughs> You'll love
1: it. You don't I'll think you it. will.
2: I'll hate it. Because I don't want to like him. <laughs> <laughs> I will never get over when he's coming 2020.
0: <laughs> Let's see if you
1: like this guy a little better. Not Isaiah Casting. Although we do love Isaiah Casting. Oh, he is great. Super talented. My heart is not a fan. Yeah. (laughs) He was getting so hyped up for this match. That was so good. Who's he going to be facing in this Face of the Revolution qualifying match? And it was Keith freaking Lee.
2: Limitless.
1: Limitless Keith Lee making his AEW debut. The look on his face when he walked out onto that ramp.
2: The look on was... Isaiah Cassidy's face. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, both faces. One was a look of joy of, ah, oh, this is awesome. The other was a look of, I just crapped my pants.
2: Like, <laughs> you have got to be kidding me.
1: <laughs> and when, when Keith Lee, and we know, like, I, I, I don't watch WWE, but I know that they. We know the whole Keith Lee stuff. Yes, they they wanted him they made him wear um A t-shirt. uh yeah, made him made him stay covered up. We'll put mm. it that way. So when he unzipped that vest Ugh. slowly, you know that felt great. Like, uh, hey, he loved that. I can I can be myself here. Like this yeah. is this is great. He didn't stop um,
2: smiling like whole way no. through this match. Yeah. The guy was so happy.
1: And when he threw Isaiah Cassidy, <laughs> um, I think he might have brushed the rafters. It got so high, went from one side of the ring to the other.
2: Ah, uh, ah, uh, just the thing as well, where like he like threw Isaiah up, and then obviously Isaiah does his trademark. Ah! And he, <laughs> I, I seriously, every time he does it, I just have to like what? <laughs> like that noise came from somewhere else. Like I. <laughs> I know he does it and I love it, but I, I always forget and then it's really unexpected when it happens, then I pop. But he did that, he threw him up, I think I was, ah! And then he caught him and the crowd went, mental! <laughs> 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 How do you train for that? Do you just throw people up in the air and hope you catch them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And then, like, obviously, uh, Dirk, Keith Lee wins. Um, yeah, oh yeah, about, That would have yeah. been bad booking. Keith Lee um, did
1: get the victory, just in case you want. Matt
2: Hardy on the side, I've watched it back, and he's literally going, Isaiah, Isaiah, like this. And then just when Matt Hardy can basically see that Isaiah's is done, it's over. He just goes, Well, I'm off. Yeah, and I'm he out. just exits. Um,
0: mm. But then obviously, like
2: afterwards, Mark Quinn attacks. And then we have that whole thing, and then Isaiah Casty runs out, and then Mark Quinn runs out, and it looks like he's about to like do a move for Keith Lee just catches him. And I have nah. never heard a crowd so loud for someone catching somebody. It was yeah. insane. And then he powerbombed him onto Isaiah and powerbombed him onto the ring. <laughs> gold, gold, gold
1: the reaction he got from this crowd tonight too as the crowd was chanting oh bask in his glory yes oh that was that had to feel so good for him yeah um after everything to show up here and you don't know how a crowd's going to react you think you know but you know there's there has to be a part of of anybody showing up in a new company where they're like
0: yeah, am I, am
1: I really as popular as I think I am? Or am I really is over? But that yeah. crowd, that had to feel really good to him to hear that response. They were so hot uh, for Keith Lee showing up. Uh, it was just, it made me feel good. Made me feel happy for him. It was, it was awesome. It was just a really good fit. I don't know how, and I don't want to go into dogging another company necessarily, but when you look at somebody like Keith Lee, you look at how he was presented in this match, the response, yeah um his his charisma that was oozing from him without mm-hmm. him speaking a word he was oozing charisma just from his mannerisms in the ring, he knows his character, he knows himself, he's comfortable with that, yeah. And his power and his agility for a guy, his size, he's, what, 340? I think that's what they build him at.
0: Yeah. And he's doing leap
1: frogs over Isaiah Cassidy and pulling off stuff like that. It's, and I hear he does a mean moonsault, too. Yeah, which everybody um,
2: seems to think is going to be from a ladder.
1: So I, I say all that with how can you drop the ball on a guy like Keith Lee? He seems like an absolute home run.
2: Yeah. What
1: am I missing? How... I, I,
2: feel, I feel like WWE has this cookie-cutter idea of what a wrestler. And if you don't fit in that mold for whatever reason, they just don't bother. <sighs> because it's literally like... You know, you know the old saying, like, um, a square peg in a round hole type thing? It's Man. like that. If it, if it doesn't fit and it doesn't matter what the crowd thinks... For some reason, they don't care um, what the some... crowd thinks. But like, so if you don't fit that, you are really like expendable, and it's horrible.
1: Some people just have those in- intangibles that they're just, they are just—they just have it. There's there's something about Keith Lee. He looks like he just has it. He's got it. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you cannot. And 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 look. I don't watch NXT either, but from everything I've read and can see and I've watched some some clips and stuff, that it seems like Triple H had had booked him well in NXT. Yeah. And had him set up for success, like just use Keith Lee like he's been booked in NXT. Yeah. And that didn't happen on the main roster, and I just don't know. I don't know why. I just – I don't know. I just – I feel like they had something special there and just – let it go, and that's that's fine because that works out great for AEW. I mean, also it probably, also, probably it's great it works for out him. better for yeah, it works out better for Keith Lee in the long run too.
2: I mean, uh, didn't they like try and change his name to Keith Bearcat Lee or something? Like they they what? changed it to Bearcat Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Just um, let him be Keith Lee, man. Jeez, yeah, it's
1: limitless. Literally, it's like
2: mm. in his name now. But can we just <clears> note? Matt Hardy seemed to be done ah. with private parties. Ah,
1: it's some erratic behavior there by Matt Hardy? Erratic behavior. Could
2: we be seeing some extreme? extreme? I think so. Hmm,
1: that's mm. it's his uh him leaving. I think spoke volumes uh, as to. His intentions. Um, Look,
2: if Jeff Hardy turns up, I'm excited for so, so many reasons. Jeff Hardy's
1: turning up. He's turning up.
2: And I know I have mentioned these pretty much nonstop. But the new one that's got me excited is, so my husband is working away. No, again. No, again. And he knew that somebody was debuting. Mm -hmm. And when he was here at the weekend, I was like, I wonder who it's going to be. Because obviously we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. and obviously like I was like, oh my God, I'd love it to be Jeff Hardy, and I was like, oh, I'd be great if it's Keith Lee, and it was going for all these people. And he said to me, he went, do you think Jeff Hardy's going to come to AEW? I went, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. I definitely think at some point. Mm -hmm. And he went, really? I said, yeah, why? And I know that my husband loved the Hardy Boys, because (laughs) on many things, Something that we have discussed, and he just said to me, "When if Jeff Hardy turns up, I may start watching properly." (laughs) And I just went, "There you go." I
1: love you. (laughs) And and that's great for you in your situation, but it's it also speaks to the to how some other people would feel too. Um, You know, you you joke about people being draws and things like that. Yeah there's you know the different people that come in there's there's different hooks with other pe- other fans where they're like oh jeff hardy
2: everybody's oh, got a favorite wrestler yeah. and if they come into a company and you know you can like a wrestler and you can love a wrestler and you know massive fan but if they've got so much draw power to you like yeah. memories are tied to them or whatever and they go to a company you more than likely are going to sit up and take more notice. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and then you, in
2: that way, you then
0: yeah.
2: notice more in the company. It's yeah. like my husband, every time he watches, like when he's at home, he obviously doesn't ask to watch. He's just made to because he's in the vicinity. Um, but he, he likes John Silver. He loves yeah. John yeah, Silver. Yeah, we've
1: talked about um, that. Yeah. Yeah. He
2: basically thinks John, Silver is, John Silver is him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just smaller is what he says. So I, I
1: could see that.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so so like Jeff Hardy comes in, it mm-hmm. will make my dreams country because Jeff Hardy will be there. That's it. A... The Hardy Boys will be together. We can have a final Hardy Boys run that's meant to be good. And my husband can stop saying he doesn't like AEW and yeah. just enjoy it.
1: And that's the hope that you you draw in somebody. Yeah, uh, with Jeff Hardy or you know anybody, yep. and and they they come in for Jeff Hardy and to see the Hardy boys on their run. But in that run, they go wow, private party. Yeah, they're really good or top flight. Man, did you yeah. see how high Dante Martin got? That kid, yeah. is great. So you come for them, but you stay for the rest. You 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 gain fans of the younger guys yep. through the Hardy boys. Yep. I and mean,
2: exactly the same thing is one of my best friends, both my best friends are coming here tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. My friend who is a girl, she mm-hmm. doesn't like wrestling, yeah. but I make her watch it yeah. because that is what good friends do. <laughs> you give them culture. <laughs> <Do they? laughs> and my other friend, he's a guy, he's yeah. just his wife just had a baby <clears throat> a month ago. Little baby. I'm going out with him, his mother-in-law, his wife, and obviously the baby's going to be there. Um, yeah. And then after that, they are both coming back to mine. He's dropping the mother in law, baby, and wife back at home. Oh, they are bye, both baby. coming to mine, mm-hmm. and we're watching two lots of <clears throat> dynamite because
1: I've never heard you this excited. I know
2: because <laughs> I kept telling him on my Instagram, on my stories, yeah. like, oh my god, Adam Cole is all elite, Brian Danielson is all elite, Bobby Fish is all elite, all these Kat O'Reilly's all elite," and he just went. Yeah, I need to watch this because he was old NXT. Yeah. OG NXT. And this, I was just... And then he came the other week and watched um, the whole thing between um, Punk and MJF. And he went, I need, I need to see the Punk and MJF match. So yeah. he was like, when can I book in to come to see it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Cheers, AW. I've go. other people to talk around wrestling, to. Yay! Hey. Not
1: just me anymore. Not just
2: you. Well, I have
1: competition. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I know but I'm I don't better.
2: have to, like, you know, talk to them at my bedtime. I can talk to them whenever. <laughs> Whatever. Because they're awake at the same time as me. Because they live near me.
1: So, we get to the match between FTR and CM Punk and his um, partner... <sighs> Of choosing or oh the friend he has to find in the back, and we find out who that friend oh was my God. and who was it, Sarah.
2: When that music hit, I got a funny feeling in my tum tum. Mox, baby.
1: <laughs> John Moxley was that partner. Uh, huge surprise! That was awesome. Um, I love surprises, uh, and to the surprise of no one, CM Punk and John Moxley picked up the victory. And CM Punk is going to get that match with MJF. But this match, let's talk about this match. It was wow. really, really, really good.
2: This was amazing. Like, I've never seen Marks work with somebody so well other than Eddie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I loved it. And, like, I I want to think, like, that Punk was like, so, anybody? And I was just like, no. <laughs> like, mm. um, I'm and busy. then Moxie's like, "I'm not doing anything. I like a fight." <laughs> and you said nice things about me. Yeah, I'll do it. And that <laughs> was just it. That, I just generally feel that's like what he's just like. Yeah, well, you let me know when it is, and yeah,
1: I'll, will be there. I, I could also hear Moxie <laughs> saying, "All right, now who are you who are you trying to get a match with? Yeah, with this thing. Oh, oh, you're trying to get it, MJ. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Let's Yeah, <laughs> I really, I really hate that kid.
2: Yep." I, I just love this. And I just love the fact that Mox was Mox in this match. Like, he didn't, like, change his style or anything. Yeah. Um, He was just himself, you know, just, like, going wherever he wanted. And, and like, the whole, like, they were, like, trying to do, like, moves and tandem and all this. And I just genuinely loved it because they just genuinely looked like they were just like, yeah. We wouldn't normally like, you know, but yeah, yeah, you're all right. Like, that's fine. You see, i punk. Yeah, you're John. I know it, which is awesome. And I love how the crowd was like, "Yay, CM Punk!" And then came in, "Yay, Mark's Like, and it's just like, and also, <laughs> can I just also say, Tilly Blunt should generally like, oh crap, it's uh. like. <laughs> I'm just Like, wide both? <laughs> oh. Just like, oh, it's so good.
1: And Tully, Tully taking the GTS from, uh, from Punk. Ugh, I was like,
2: eh, I was like, "Owie, don't do that."
1: Um, and the Doomsday Device from Ugh. from Punk and Moxley. Wow, yeah. who who would have thought we've gotten we would get to see that in twenty twenty two? That's just that's awesome. I'm just so happy. This match was so good though, and it's it it says a lot about FTR. FTR yeah. are they're one of the best tag teams in the world. And I know, I feel like they're almost, it's, it's weird to say, but almost underrated or underappreciated as far as the work they do in the rings, because, yeah. because they're not that, that the high energy. Um,
2: yeah. They don't, they're not like flashy and show off. No, but they are so
1: crisp and so yeah. good at what they do. And they just, they told a great story in the ring with Park yeah. and uh, Moxley tonight. So I just can't say enough about how, how great yeah. this match was. And a lot of it is, is a yeah, lot of it goes to them.
2: Also, somebody posted on Twitter, I think Lonnie Helms, he shared it. Mm-hmm. Punk wore the same trunks that he wore in a match with Dean Ambrose.
1: I saw that, yeah. Mwah. them Them red trunks. Them
2: red trunks.
1: So, MJF will now have to face CM Punk. He wasn't happy. No. <clears throat> And I'm assuming, we all assume, this is going to happen in Revolution. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, It would shock me if it didn't. Um, It it feels like it's going to have to be a stipulation match. I know we're back and forth. You say dog collar, I say Mm -hmm. gauge. It feels like it's going to be one of those.
2: Why not both?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The first ever dog collar gauge match. Uh, yeah. It,
0: yeah.
1: No DQ. <laughs> no DQ. Yeah, obviously anything goes in a dog collar cage match. That's a fact, <laughs> Jack. Um, but I do. I, I know there, there's been some mentions of Roddy Popper, So you you uh, you may be to something with the, yeah. with the dog collar thing. Um, I think it would be funny either way though. But it, it, it feels like it needs a stipulation for something.
2: Oh, like hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, but Wardlow, you got to think. He, we've been talking for a while. He is going to be the X Factor. You would think at the pay per view, so that could be where that turn happens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I think I think this has been such a good build to this, so I'm excited for what what the next chapter in this Punk MJF saga is going to be. Because oh, this I'm is exactly. definitely one of the hottest feuds in AEW right now. It's not the yeah. hottest feud. Um, this is
2: taking over from the Hangman Kenny.
1: It is. It is. But there's, a, there's another feud that's going to start kicking into gear, as we'll see at the end of the show, that it may <laughs> give it some competition. And we got another debut tonight. It was AQA making her debut in a TBS title match with Jay Cargill. And Jay Cargill got the victory. Uh, but I can't say enough about AQA. I was excited to see what she could do. Uh, mm-hmm. I, they said she was trained by Booker T, right? Yep, Yeah. Uh, wow, I was impressed. I mean, she looked really good, and and she made Jade look super powerful, which is oh yeah. uh, not that Jade needs a whole lot of help there, uh, but she was a great <laughs> dance partner in this. I mean, yeah. she, when she took the, the the jaded at the end, the look on her face when she was going down, just everything about her presentation, though, I really enjoyed, and I loved her energy, too. Somebody that I would... I would be okay with them taking a very long look at and possibly signing.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, this was brilliant. And obviously, like, Jade continues to be Jade, and I love it so much. Um, I love the fact that we're sticking with the whole graphic as well. Yeah. It just means they have yeah, yeah. so much in her to push her so much mm-hmm. that I, I'm just, I'm over the moon for her. And I am very very happy to see these steps in this women's division
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, it makes she, me very very happy
1: she keeps getting better and for you know I, I think the jade haters have gotten pretty quiet since
2: yeah I, I don't think you can like mm-hmm. say yeah. anything at this point
1: no it's it's real quiet now I, I mean you was, don't was...
2: have to like somebody mm-hmm. as a wrestler but you can't deny
1: yeah. the work but it, it was a different kind of 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 hate there yeah with, oh yeah, with, yeah, with yeah i know yeah. i'm just saying like yeah you
2: don't it have was... to love every single wrestler but no you have to at least appreciate the work yeah. they do it
1: and i think i think people can tell now yeah uh, that, that she really is putting in the work she's she's with every match she takes another step forward uh she's not taking any steps back that's for sure um and i you know we talked about how a lot of the younger wrestlers sometimes need a more veteran dance partner mm. in a match to to really, uh, to, to kind of carry the match. Again, this just shows, you know, this is Jade, who's still pretty, you know, new to professional wrestling. Yeah. And a match with somebody who's having her debut match in AEW, who's, you know, if not newer, on the, at least on the kind of the same level as Jade. And she had a, an awesome match with her. So it just shows... Mm. How far Jade's coming? She doesn't need a veteran dance partner anymore. She can do this with with anybody now. So yeah. um, it's awesome. It's good. Um, good. And I really I can't say enough how how much I liked AQA. I'd like, to see, I like yeah. to see more. of see more her. Uh, to keep with the women's division, uh, they introduced this new thing this week: the the professor's five minute rookie challenge.
2: I love this because yes, yes. ta da. There's two women's matches and yeah. one of them can be short because that's the idea.
1: Yes, it, it is and it's perfect for Serena Deeb's character. Oh, she's 100%. This is kind of what I think a lot of people had in mind when she she was taking on... Um, who did she take on? Um, Sky Blue. Yeah. She, she took on Sky Blue and was saying she's going to teach her a lesson. I think they kind of got th- that idea and kind of rolled with it into this So now you're going to have these people that are fairly unknown. Katie Arquette. First time I've seen her. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's certainly be beat her in about 60 seconds. Kept yep. it under right at a minute. I love the uh, fact that
2: the time is on as well. Yeah. Oh, he's so good.
1: So the way it'll work is like, you know, it's kind of like Jericho when he had the, with the 10 minute challenge with, mm. with, uh, jungle boy. I think he did that thing where he said, you can't, um, y- you know, you can't last 10 minutes with me. And jungle boy lasted 10 minutes with him. Mm. Um, Kinda of the same thing, except she's gonna do this on a weekly basis, we hope, because she does this every week, this gets us Serena Deeb on our T V wrestling uh and teaching these girls a lesson probably in, in multiple ways. Um every week. I would love that.
2: I also like the fact that you can do this with like what like obviously you have I don't have, not I'd say yeah. but newer wrestlers and mm-hmm. obviously she can go like, you know, she doesn't take as much time, but then yeah. when you start kind of getting to people that you know, a bit further up, a little bit it takes a bit, a little longer. It's a bit, a little, a little longer, mm-hmm. and then you've got to wait because there's got to be another deep Sheeta match.
0: Shortly. Yes. So
1: I'm wondering if all this this eventually leads to. I'm I'm really hoping we get Serena Deeb and Sheeta on Revolution. I'm hoping Sheeta gets back. Um, I know she's out with a Fabe kayfabe injury. I don't think it's a legit injury. I think it's kayfabe. Correct? Um, I am not sure. I don't think it's legit. I think it, you know it was it was, uh, Dee that took her out. You know, with, with an yeah. injury, but I, I'm pretty sure it's kayfabe. So I'm hoping this all leads to her coming back uh, for for uh, for Revolution. That would be an awesome place to have this uh, blow off match between them uh, to bring this story to a conclusion. Um, But until we get there, give us some more of this Professor's 5-Minute Ricky Challenge. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, All right, main event time. And I know, like, the surprises of this show got so much attention. And that's what so many people were talking about. But I think for people that just tuned in for the surprises, that hung around for this main event, uh, their eyes were open to who our world champion is. Uh, yeah he's he's
2: gonna be crazy
1: yes this Texas deathmatch lived up to the billing of a Texas deathmatch both men were absolutely bloody by the end of this and the ending
2: this
1: (laughs) ending was so well done with the Dan Lambert had taken the the top ropes off of the ring because anything goes Texas deathmatch there's no DQ so you can do whatever and anybody can get involved so he, he, he takes down, removes the top rope, so it takes away the, the buckshot lariat from Hangman Adam Page, takes away his finisher. So smart. So um, uh, there's two tables set up on the outside. The ref was bent over, and Hankman used the ref as basically the top rope, kind of vaulted over him into the buckshot lariat, hit Lance Archer, sending both of them through the tables, and Lance Archer was not able to answer the 10 count. Adam Page was so; therefore, he was victorious. Uh, a c- very creative way to uh, to to finish this match, and I loved every minute of this match. Yeah. It was brutal.
2: It was absolutely fantastic. I look, we all know I'm a sucker for this type of stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I know you like I, the blood. I
2: it so much. Um, I I genuinely love the fact that, like, pretty much within like the first ten minutes, both of them were like half the faces covered in blood. Yeah, Hamlet at one point just looked like like he ripped skin off, and it was just like bare ah, flesh underneath. It was that like dense and like covered off. It his. Looked like he was trying to do Darby's face paint, but with blood. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I, I was just like this is my insane. daughter.
1: My daughter had gone to bed. That's probably good. Yeah, <laughs> no, but she came back in to tell me something. And it was like it, it, the moment when they first showed like a f- yeah. close-up shot of his face, and she glanced at the TV because she loves Adam Page. She glanced at the TV and went, "Oh my gosh, what <laughs> happened to him?" I said, "Baby, it's a fight," and she was like,
2: "Oh." He ran okay. into a murder heart. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she had to go back to bed, but she didn't want to. She just kept staring at the TV like,
2: "I can't." Stop watching <laughs> I wonder it. what them dreams were like. Oh. I was like- <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, She's going to need therapy when she's older for that. Mm, Um, (laughs) Probably. So, what did you watch on TV? (laughs) Um, This guy, his entire face was just like... What is your parents letting you watch? Um, Yeah, He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. (laughs) What, (laughs) zombie cowboy? He's a cowboy. (laughs) But I love it. And also, like, Lance Archer dead iron I ran on them steps. Oh, uh, oh the blackout. I felt oh. it through Dude, my own spine. Oh, that was horrible. Um, yeah, that was a rough thought. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing is, Lance Archer getting tips from, like, Marks and Nick Gage with the fork.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> like, he just has a cutlery set lying around. He's just like, "I'm going to use my fork," and then proceeded to lick it.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, Lance took it a step too far.
2: I mean, even <laughs> I went. <"Huh?"> uh, <laughs> and I uh, don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Um I was going to eat spaghetti tonight. Yeah. Not anymore.
2: Yeah, I was there, like looking at like my, I'm usually going. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this sauce off on spaghetti. Gonna gonna have that just now um no. yeah so there's that and then also the fact that Jake roberts got involved he did and lance archer was not happy
1: no he was not
2: and is this uh-huh. what we're thinking is going to be the whole it's, like
1: transition to yeah. um uh, to to um lambert yeah dan lambert possibly
2: mm. but what also think <laughs> when we think when i was thinking about that's actually going to be with, like, Dan Lambert? Could you imagine? Right, this, I don't want it to happen, but I just think this is really funny to, like, imagine. <laughs> Even Paige, Scorpio, Sky, and next him is Lance Archie.
1: That's just so weird. Can
2: you imagine Lance with some fancies and, like, some jewelry and, like, sunglasses? <laughs> like, just, like... Yeah. Just, uh... like, trying to be, like... And just all of a sudden just go absolutely... Loses his mind and just takes it all It's like... No, I'm a monster. <laughs> Just so
1: you know. He's a murder uh, hawk of the year. Oh my goodness,
2: that'd be hilarious. Yeah. And then,
1: and then. And then. Adam and Cole had some business. Then, yes, Adam Cole bye,
2: came, bye.
1: came down that ramp, picked up, purpose. picked up the world title, and placed it back on the shoulder of Adam Page, patted it, and walked away. Here we go. Yeah, you Here we go. Uh, this,
0: yes. 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 Yes.
1: Yes. Mmm. So, it, coming out of this, you know, we talked about how we thought this match was going to be insane. And it was going to be, although there wasn't a big build to it, it was going to be a fun match. It was going to be a brutal match. And Paige was going to come out of this looking even better, even though there wasn't mm-hmm. that build to it. Now we get that's gone. And it, it it did what it was supposed to do. And now we get to the story, the story that's going to make this Adam Page title run feel much more important than it already has. Yeah. And that says a lot considering he's, he's beaten Kenny Omega to get the title and had two banger matches with, with Brian Danielson and then just survived this, Death match with, with Lance Archer, and now we're just getting to the good part. That <laughs> sounds crazy. Yeah. I just said all those things, and this is the good part.
2: I think it's quite insane as well. And what I love with this is like we were talking before about the whole like uh, JY, Elite, Bullet Club, Omega, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Adam Cole, you know, um, Red Dragon, Hangman. All the threads are back. All the threads. Mm. We need a diagram again. We need we need uh, string and like little tacks and like bullet put. arm it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be another one in a few years where we're just like
1: um why does yeah. it all fit? It's it's about to get complicated in a We're gonna need
2: another movie.
1: Everybody needs to really pay attention now. You can't just kind of watch this in the background. Yeah,
2: you've now got to pay attention to every small detail again.
1: Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> going to be nuggets here and there. And uh, then we little, can get another hints.
2: movie, like we had after <laughs> The Hangman.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Uh, you have to connect all the dots so we can yeah. all
2: understand. We're all going w- to have to take notes. We're going to have to, like, yeah. uh, I love it. Well, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of them when you're really going to have to pay attention to this stuff
1: and... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. AEW is not for casual fans.
2: No, you've, it, it's really not like, you can watch fans. it, but then you're yeah, oh, yeah. really confused. <laughs> yeah. It, it can be
1: entertaining just, just on the surface. And <laughs> hey, the matches are fun. But to really appreciate AEW, you really do have to pay attention. There's, mm-hmm. this is going to get, uh, I really just with, just with the elite story stuff that's coming up in general, it's just going to get, it's going to get, and uh, they, and they do legit
2: like, um, reward you for paying attention as they well, do. because yeah oh it's all so sweet
1: yeah yeah awesome episode of dynamite this Indeed. And, I'm, and i'm not joking and i know it's it's the the newest thing it just happened and it was a, an adrenaline rush but this really it felt like one of the best dynamites
2: yeah
1: i've seen and i've seen all of them obviously <laughs> <laughs> i know um but Rampage is, is, is gearing up to look pretty cool, too. We have, <laughs> we have the Young Bucks versus Ropongi Vice. We're finally getting that match. Uh, didn't get it last time. Some, some changes due to COVID. Uh, but we're going to have it now. Uh, Hook versus QT Marshall's student, whose name is Blake Lee, I think. Am mm-hmm. I correct- correctly pronounced that? I
2: think line? so. I think so. Okay. We're
1: going to go with that. He's going to lose anyways so is what it is Um, spoiler
2: alert
0: yeah
1: and then we have the tag team titles on the line as uh jurassic express will be defending against the gun club so this 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 feud uh will will come to a head here on rampage i was a little worried that this was going to be um a revolution match i'm glad that we're getting yeah hopefully this is going to be the payoff of this short feud on rampage i think this that feels like the right place for that to happen.
2: 100%. But who are going to
1: challenge uh, Jurassic Express at, at uh, Revolution? Mm.
2: Hmm.
1: If
2: hmm. they wasn't, they wouldn't be powerful. Maybe. Hmm. Also, Can, we got to hear from um is it on Rampage we get to hear from Brian Danielson?
1: Is yes, that yes, that is Rampage. Yes, I believe you're correct. I think it is, Um is. We're supposed to hear from Brian Danielson on Rampage, so uh, we'll get to get to hear just how jealous he was uh, to <laughs> to have to watch Moxley tag with CM Punk. Uh, I is feel that gonna, like
2: I feel like, like there's going to be out? like a custody battle for Mox. and he's <laughs> Eddie, just not going to care.
1: Eddie wants him, Punk wants him, Danielson wants him, and uh, Renee's like, "Hey, dude, that's my husband," you know. Renee's <laughs> yeah, <but it's> like, <laughs> "I
2: actually need him.
1: Yeah, um, like, I have baby, a baby here, baby." <laughs> Like, I think I'll win. On <laughs> principle. Uh, now y'all got baby. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all go have a baby together, then we'll talk, okay? But I also, now,
2: before we finish, I want to yeah. give a shout out to Hangman Page. Absolutely. The whole tweet that he sent had me laughing and I had to retweet. What was His it? tweet was, I'm getting sick of bleeding every month. <laughs> and my retweet was... <laughs> That's how people with a uterus feel. <laughs> oh, It that's... was just an open goal. I'm so sorry.
1: That's brilliant. Okay. Well, if you're giving a shout out to him, I'm giving a shout out to you for that. That's really good. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good stuff. Well yeah, played,
2: dude, man. it did hit. Well, it. It's a well pain, played. isn't it? It's absolute pain. <laughs> yeah. But you bleed quick. It's seven days for us.
1: Seven days. Oh, what a bloody way to end this show. Yeah. Um <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening.
2: Welcome to um, biology.
1: <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Um if you did, don't forget to give us one of those uh one of those reviews. One of those five if you reviews. want any
2: more biology lessons let us know.
1: <laughs> we will oblige or she will. I ain't getting involved in that. Um but also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter so you can hear more about this kind of stuff. You can see these retweets. You can follow
2: <laughs> not about biology, about AW. You get more AW. <laughs> this is not becoming a biology podcast.
1: You can follow the channel at Beauty the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and at Your Own peril. You can follow Sarah <laughs> at Strange Underscore Pixie.
2: Be brave, my friends. Be brave, Very and brave. you can. Very brave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank y'all so
1: much for listening y'all be good be good to each other and we will see you on the next one
2: they got people with uteruses
0: <laughs> Bye. i
1: think he might have brushed the raptors uh, uh the rafters <laughs> not the raptors those are dinosaurs